prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for the truths that will come forth today. Lord, I thank you that my, may my lips be anointed. May I speak as the oracle of God in line with your scripture. Lord, may I help those who are listening today. Uh, may the word go forth. Uh, may it breed uh, just a, a sure foundation of faith and hope and trust in you. Uh, I thank you, Lord, that we're going to cast aside fear, we're going to cast aside worry, we're going to cast aside doubt, and we're going to take on the coat of faith and trust in our God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, amen, God bless you. Get your Bibles out, and let's get into some scripture here, but I just want to go over some things, and you know, I get a lot of questions lately concerning, uh, you know, how do we prepare for the, the last days? Now, the, the question is not how do we prepare for the last days before we're raptured. The question to a lot of people, a lot of Christians are confused. And the reason you're confused is you're listening to wrong stuff, listening to wrong teaching, or, or uh, people who are ignorant concerning the time, the hour we're living in. But the question should be, how do we prepare leading up to the rapture? You know, what what do we do? And, and I, I don't understand this. Like for us, the believer... Uh, our number one goal is to get into heaven. Now, it's not hard to get into heaven. You know, some people may think it's a hard task. No, you, you just you chase after Jesus. You follow Jesus. Uh, you stay in the word of God. You, you get real close to the Holy Spirit of God, and you, you're going to make heaven. That's a very simple thing. But for some reason, a lot of people want to investigate, uh, you know, what do we need to do naturally in the scene realm? And that's none of your business. The Bible's very clear in Second Thessalonians that we are withholding this this Antichrist, the believer, the body of Christ here on the planet today. Uh, I, I believe that's in Second uh, Thessalonians chapter two, verses six through ten. It says we are withholding this Antichrist, uh, this person that is going to be so filled with demonic influence, so filled with Satan that at that time when when we're caught up or taken out of the way. Uh, he then will have no resistance, and he'll begin to come in and, and, and begin to you know greatly affect the world with evil and control the world. Now, uh, once again, back to people have asked me about finances. What do we do with our money? What do we do? We get guns. Do we get all these things? And the, my answer is, finances. You always be wise. The Bible says, "Occupy till I come." Well, that doesn't mean you stop doing. The, the biblical things are stop acting like a wise Christian. You know, you, you don't like just, you know, go sit on a couch and wait to be extracted from earth. No, you, you occupy. That mean, that word occupy means you keep on doing the things that you've done up to this point. Uh, you keep pursuing God radically. It's time, it's time for the believer. If you've been a believer for like a decade plus, uh, you need to wake up and you need to radically pursue God like you used to. He needs to become your first love again. Like when you first met him, he was your first love. And now he's gotten like reduced to like your 10th or 15th love or like a has-been lover. No, you need you need to get back to the place with your God where he is first in your life. Oh, come on now. You got me preaching a little bit. But take your Bible. Let's go to Timothy uh, real quick. And I want to read a scripture in the fourth chapter, 1 Timothy 4. I'll give you a second. If you don't have your Bible, uh, get your Bibles, get your pads out. If you don't have one, we got you know beautiful New Way Church notepads. We got Richardson Ministry notepads we can help you with. Uh, but I want to get into this. Next week, I've asked my wife to come on uh, and, and be a guest on the show, and we'll talk about get more intent to the end time 
uh, what's happening in our world and what's happening in prophecy. Do you know that the Bible, just to add this in, today's going to be a little different. Do you know that the Bible, uh, one-fourth of the entire Bible is prophecy, is prophetic? That, that means uh, one ever, out of every four words is a prophetic word. So that means that God uh, has spoken uh, where we're presently living, uh, what's going to happen tomorrow, what's going to happen next week, what's going to happen. Uh, you know, it's already pre-registered. Uh, it's pre-recorded in, in the Bible, in the word that he has given us, the word of peace, the word of faith. Come on now. Uh, the word of confidence, the word of trust. Uh, God's words are compiled in the Bible, and, and they should be a, a guider to us. They, they should guide and lead us, uh, not into no confusion, uh, but into the truth. Can someone say amen? But here in this scripture, in, in the uh, fourth uh, chapter, it says, Now the Spirit speaketh, I like how it has the capital S there, uh, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit speaketh expressly, uh, or he's expressing to us in, in a matter of importance. Now, he was expressing this prophetic utterance or truth uh, over 2,000 years ago. I don't know the chronological um, calendar or date of this, but we can say uh, somewhere around over 2,000 years ago, uh, the Holy Spirit spoke through uh, Paul here. He was dealing with Timothy, warning, preparing him. And, and the Spirit said uh, that it's very important that you, you, you know this. It's very important that you receive this, understand this. That in, in the latter times, now, when he spoke this, when he wrote the scripture, this prophecy was released. So this began, this, this scripture began to take place or, or was alive and, and prophetic and positioned uh, to, to work or to uh, warn us at that very present time when he spoke it. Now, as it got, gets towards the latter or the end times, this scripture takes on a, a, a stronger level of importance because we're getting to the fulfillment of the prophetic utterance. So uh, when we read this now, we shouldn't read this as a 2,000-year-old scripture. Uh, we should read this in, in the biblical timeline of, of prophecy that we're presently living in. Another scripture talks about the end of the end uh, times. Uh, you know, what does that mean, preacher? Well, that very uh, simply means uh, like if you go into a basketball game, I believe we got two halves. The, in a basketball game, you got four quarters. And in a football game, you got nine innings. In a baseball game, uh, you know, you got uh, two halves, I believe, in soccer. Uh, so if you look at, at, at football and, and you're talking about the end of the game, you could be in the third quarter and you say, you know, we're almost to the end of the game. But then when you get to the fourth quarter, and you get to the last minute, you would be at the end of the end of the game. Then that's kind of where we we are in, in the prophetic uh, utterance of God's word or the prophetic words of God's word. So the Holy Spirit says um, one of the last day's signs is going to be uh, some shall depart from faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Now there's been a little bit of confusion over the scripture through the years. Uh, that doesn't mean that uh, new converts won't come. It just means that uh, some that you'd think would 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 have never left leave because they get cold. Oh, come on now, they get distracted. Uh, they 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 pull down they you know God out of first place in their life, out of the shelf of first place, and they begin to reduce God uh, to you know what what we could call is uh, um, just like normal. We make God normal or. 
Uh, we don't revere him anymore. There's no reverence. Uh, there's no honor anymore. Uh, we want a, a, a convenient Christianity. That's the number one way, uh, if not the top five uh, ways. And if we have you know the number one and one through five, one of the, the top five would be is, is living or reducing Christianity and trying to fit Christianity into a convenience. You cannot have a convenient Christianity. You can't have a convenient conversion. You can't have a. You can't live a convenient lifestyle, Christian lifestyle. Uh, Christianity itself is, is radical. It's a radical movement that Jesus Christ radically birthed when God sent him to this earth. Uh, he didn't ask people to to gently follow along and and, and maybe you know take a, a little persecution. No, rather he said, uh, "When you follow me, they persecuted me. They're going to persecute you." Uh, that, that's a that's a radical movement, and, and, and now this isn't just a movement that comes and goes. This has been hey, the Bible's still the number one seller, uh, the, uh, book, the number one selling book, even after so much, uh, you know, you know, uh, you know, opposition attacks against it. Still the number one selling book. Uh, I think there's more to it than just a little phase or a little you know religious thing we're we're uh, going through here. Come on now, say amen. But he says, some shall depart from faith, uh, giving heed to seducing spirits, doctrines of devils. What I want to talk to you for a few minutes is the, the reality of seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Uh, this, uh, these are real demon influences. Now, I don't care about what denomination you are. Uh, the Bible's not written to a denomination. It's written to a people. So it, it, you might say, well, I'm Presbyterian or I'm Baptist or I'm this or I'm that. Well, God doesn't care what you are. Uh, he, he didn't ask you to be any of that. He just asked you to follow him, follow Jesus Christ. But you got to know these things. And, and if your denomination doesn't teach it, it's in your Bible, you got to scratch your head and ask, you know, wonder why, why don't I know these things? So uh, this is written not only to the individual, but it's written to the, bi the body, corporate body of Christ all over the world. But he's saying here and warning us, the Holy Spirit, that there's going to be a, a, a move of the spirit, the ungodly spirit, and there's going to be a, de a demonic attack that's going to intensify in the last days, and that demonic attack is going to be cause breed confusion, uh, deception at, at the highest level. And we're seeing it right now. Uh, when you see the result, uh, think about this, Dylan, the result of high deception is excuses because uh, you know, when, all right, like when I, now I don't have too many excuses for my wife. When we start dating, we've been married almost 30 years. But uh, when when she would go out with me, now I wasn't desperate. She wasn't desperate. It was a, a mutual thing. But uh, if uh, she had a time slot available, I took it. In other words, if she had work, I couldn't take that time slot. It was taken by work. But then if she had some other engagement or something she had to deal with throughout the day, I'm talking about when we were dating, but if she said, hey, I'm free, well, whenever she was free, I was Johnny on the spot, uh, and, and I was there. Now, when you start with, with uh, you know, you get delusional or, or you, you begin that deceptive uh, train of thought uh, that Satan helps you, he, he helps you think on a demonic uh, train of thought. But when you start getting that, you'll start making excuses why. And not only do you make excuses why, but you begin to believe them. So if I were to tell Kim, well, I can't come, you know, at, at five, or I can't come at this time, I can't come. Well, why not? What happened? Did you quit loving me? Did you quit caring about me? 
Am I not important to you? Well, let's think of this. Years ago, the entire world shut down on Sunday because the entire world recognized the importance of God in society. As this scripture began to intensify, uh, uh, Satan has put his antennas of deception out into the world, and he has the world now in full operation on Sunday. Come on, are you here? Uh, Why? To distract, uh, to deceive, uh, to get people to make excuses. Not only the lost people, he's not targeting lost people. Lost people already follow him. Uh, He's targeting the body of Christ. He's trying to, or he's working within the parameters. Come on, this is good. He's working within the parameters of this prophecy uh, to get people out of church, to get people away from their God. All right, let's look at this. Uh, Do you have any kind of hall pass? Does God give the body of Christ any kind of hall pass? That means excuse, an accepted excuse. We can't find that in the scriptures. Now, thank God for his grace and mercy. You know, if it was the right hand of Richard Summerlin, we'd all be in trouble. But it's not. It's the father of mercy, God that sits on the throne, and he does have grace, uh, an unlimited source of grace and mercy. Now, we're not the author of grace and mercy. He is. So we don't know uh, where it ends. Uh, uh, there, <coughs> there, and you better be careful. If you don't, now I don't know that it does end. The Bible talks about his arm reaching into the darkest places or being long enough uh, to reach out and rescue. Uh, but I, I, I do see in the scripture where uh, blatant sinners who sin and know they sin, not deceive, but sin and know they sin, uh, God's not going to tolerate that. So uh, let, let's look at this. A Sunday used to be a sacred day. They say, oh, here pastor's going to attack our our church attendance. No, I'm not attacking anything. I'm attacking the demon that's whispering to the believer that's trying to make you a a prophetic statistic that Paul warned you about by way of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Sunday is supposed to be a holy day. Uh, Now, some of you say, well, what about vacation? Well, there's nothing wrong with vacation, but I doubt the 50% of your absentees are vacation. Uh, Most of those absentees have been, uh, you've had help by a demon influence and and you've been deceived and now you believe the very lie uh, that you so well crafted and and have spoken. You're living it. You're living the lie. That's the the hard hard part about deception is you don't know you're doing wrong. I I don't know. Maybe if I had a camera, I'd take a lap. I'd take a lap. This is not bad news. This is not me trying to hurt you. This is me trying to help you. Let me take you to another scripture. Go into Matthew 24 real quick. I think we we didn't exhaust that scripture, but we got a lot out of it. But let's look in Matthew 24. Uh, You say, Pastor, I listen to this to make you feel good. Well, feel good. You can feel good and listen to truth at the same time. You don't. Uh, I don't believe you're a weak people that have to have a weak message to stroke your feelings. I, I rather believe that you're strong in the things of God. Then it's time to go to a new level in in the things of God, or in faith, it's time to rise up and go to new levels and to be strong in the Lord. Amen. Uh, Matthew chapter twenty-four. Oh, glory to God! And I'm going to start around thirty-seven. Matthew 24, 37 says, But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days uh, uh, that were before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, given in marriage, 
until the day of Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until that uh, until the flood came and took them all away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Now it's very. There's nothing wrong with marrying. Let, let's get the the intent here. The intent is it, they were all busy about their own life and they forgot to include God. That, that that's the crux of the story right there. Uh, they all got so deceived and so far away, and, and their their Christianity became so convenient, uh, it, it lost its power, lost its ability. I'll let you think on that. I'm going to take a sip here, my coffee, for a moment. How could it be that we, we, we become so de- deceived, uh, I don't want to say dazed and confused, but almost lulled, uh, by a by a, a demonic influence in the world today, it's almost like the world is lulled. It's almost like the 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 world has been uh, paralyzed in, in, by this blanket of, of demonic influence in preparation. This blanket of demonic influence is, is happening. It's prophetic. It's not God doing it, but God foresaw it. And prophecy deals with the future. So God spoke to the future, warning us to get ready that a a pressure will come on all society, the entire world, and things will begin to line up. Uh, All right, let me me insert this here. Uh, The Bible talks of a two-million-man army. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, my wife just corrected me from the corner. Uh, Let me me help you. Two-hundred-million-man army. Let me say it again, 200 million man army. It's the end time army that thinks they're going to take over the world and think that they're going to have victory over the army of God. Now, this army is, is, now it's prophetic that this army is going to be the the, the, uh, battle, baby, you might want to come in here, the battle of Megiddo at the the very uh, last battle in the Valley of Megiddo where Jesus will come and and he'll set his foot on the mountain. And the Bible says he'll release a word and the the war is over. So, but let's look up to this. Now, if we're entering into the last of the last days, we'll be gone before this, before this army is an operating force. However, the uh, two vast in, in number people armies have already come together and made an alliance. That, that this, this is not, you know, me making stories up. Go look in the news. Russia and China have come together. Here's another thing you don't know, because the, the airwaves are controlled by Satan. The, the majority of every uh, news outlet, every source of information that you have uh, is completely and totally controlled by demonic influence or, or under demonic influence. So a lot of people don't know that Israel right now is at war. Israel today is is already at war today. Uh, we don't know that. Why? Because uh, no one's talking about it. We're too busy prophesying in the churches. Come on. Uh, we're, we're too busy. We exhort to a fault in the modern day church. Now we got, I don't want to call out a, a certain uh, denomination uh, that I've loved for years, but it's almost become like the Italian mob. To where it's become just just transfer money, transfer position, going higher, and we forgot the truths the, of, of Jesus Christ. We've taken one little facet from the Word of God and amplified it. We've forgot the rest. 
Well, I'm here to tell you right now, uh, things are happening, positioning on earth, which are getting ready uh, to, to exit us, or we're getting ready to exit because this prophecy is coming to pass. And some of you are going to miss it because you got your heads off somewhere in the world and you're not even concerned about the things of God. You think because you said a little cute prayer 25 years ago and you turned your back on God and that prayer is still valid. Uh, I don't know. Come on, are you still here? You, you say, Pastor, go back to make us feel good. Well, if you, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you should feel great. Uh, but if you've left your God, your first love, or you've slipped away from the things of God, maybe you shouldn't feel good. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, if I slept, uh, you know, slipped off from my love for my wife, I shouldn't feel good about it. I should feel bad about it. And in feeling bad, I should begin to fix it. Oh, glory to God. Uh, amen. Can I give you another scripture? First John 2. Uh, 18. Well, I, I can see my wife out of the corner of my eye, and I'm speaking prophecy. She's getting excited in there. So you're not going to want to miss next week. Um, uh, you know, she is an end time gal. That's where her heart is. Uh, God's anointed her uh, with information concerning the last days, the end times. So you're going to want to be here next week. But First John 2 and 18, I'm almost out of time. Uh, I've exhorted you a little bit, but back to prophecy compared to exhortation, then I'll finish with this. Uh, we should, the Bible says, exhort one another. Uh, exhortation uh, should gird you up, uh, uh, should build you up with the words of God, N not, not by way of, of misinterpreting or by empty truths. If, if something bad is coming on the horizon, uh, I can't exhort you that everything's going to be fine. I rather have to prophetically prepare you and tell you something's coming on the horizon. Uh, however, God's made a way of escape, but it's still coming. Uh, it would be foolish of me uh, to act like nothing's taken place, like everything's just fine, uh, and, and I just keep exhorting, hey, we're going to be all fine, we're all going to be fine. Yeah, we are. We, we, we've been given a capsule of protection in Christ Jesus. However, there, there's some you know expectation to get in that capsule, some action to get in that capsule of protection to be protected. Now, uh, the mob religion or religious people I'm talking about or even denomination, it, it appears like they're all about the money and they don't want to say these things because they're afraid the money will quit trickling in. I don't, I, I, hey, I, I thank God. God's people have been so generous to our ministry and I'm so thankful for you. But I don't speak and, and I, don't, I don't form a sentence so that I can get your money or get your funding. No, no, uh, I have a covenant from God. God is going to take care of all of my needs. God is my source. But I, I have an, a, a, a strong assignment that God's given me to tell you the truth. Whether or not you like it, uh, whether or not you fund me, uh, that doesn't matter to me. I am going to breed, I am going to release, speak the truth, God's word, uh, in the most purest form that I know how. Uh, and I'm not going to stop. So uh, I think a lot of people, they resorted to exhortation because it appears that exhortation can get deeper into the pockets of people. Uh, but true God prophecy is going to prepare you for the ark of Jesus Christ. It's coming very soon. The, the Bible says in, in 1 Thessalonians, he's going to come like a thief in the night. Uh, that's a pretty cool term right there. Amen. Uh, a thief in the night doesn't give you, hey, wake up. I'm at the front door. Uh, hey, wake up. Get your guns ready. Hey, wake up. Uh, get ready for me. No, a, a thief in the night comes when you're in your deepest sleep and when you don't expect it. 
And the Bible says that's when Jesus is going to uh, appear or going to come. That's when the horn of heavens are going to blow uh, when you least expect it. So you ought to expect it every single day. And you ought to live a life like this. Amen. Let, let's finish with this. I hope I help somebody. You say, what are you trying to tell us? I'm trying to tell you to, to, to be better. Uh, pursue Jesus Christ uh, like never before. He's not He's not leaving you. He's not running away from you. Uh, he's just standing still. He's just trying to get you to come to him. Uh, amen. First John 2 and 18, uh, the Bible says here, let me read this. Little children, it's the last time, last days, as you have heard, the Antichrist shall come. Even uh, now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is, is the last days. Uh, very simple. Uh, we're, we're living in the end times, it's not a bad thing uh, for us. It's not a spooky thing. It's not a scary thing to be living in the last times. Uh, the, the, this is what we've been living for. When you said yes to Jesus Christ, uh, the goal is to go to heaven. The goal is to be with him for eternity. The, the goal is not to stay on earth. No, no, no. Uh, I, I love my children. I love my family. I love all the, 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 the natural, normal things that have become natural to me, you know, the, the, the homey things of life. Uh, but the Bible says that uh, uh, heaven is so much greater, better, superior than the things that, we're that we have on this planet. So heaven's going to be greater. The, the greatest thing you can think of on this earth, heaven is going to be way beyond that. And that's our home as a believer. So I'm just telling you, fashion yourself. Uh, get ready. Uh, there, there's there's little time. Uh, you know, make the changes you need to make in your walk with Jesus Christ. Become severe uh, in, in the things of Christ Jesus. Uh, amen. I'm out of time. Well, God bless you. Hey, I love you. I see everybody online. I see everybody. I love you. Hearts, fire. Hearts, hearts, fire. Smiley faces, hands. Victory hands. Uh, good morning. I love uh, you know every single person that's on there. I see you, uh, and don't take this to be bad news. It's good news. It, it would be like this: if you were in, in in a branch of the armed forces, and you prepared, 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 prepared. Uh, you train, 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 and then the day to use your training came, and and no one came and told you that bat the the battle is on the horizon. And you were just in in the weight room. You were just in the you know in your you know sleep and take a nap. You were in the mess hall, and and no one ever came and told you. Then all of a sudden, you were taken off guard. Well, someone's telling you right now, uh, everything Christian, everything you've done. Maybe you're a new Christian. Well, uh, come on now, new Christian, come up to new levels. Come get in a church like ours. We'll disciple you. Now I'll, I'll make you a, a severe man or woman of God. But uh, a lot of you have been training for this day. Well, the day is here. Uh, Satan has come to our doorstep. It's time to fight. It's time for battle. Uh, it's, it's time to leave this planet. Are you ready? Well, God bless you. I love you. Share this. Like our page. Uh, get some of your friends to listen, to watch. Uh, help them if you love them. Amen. You can go on richardsummerland.com, uh, see more stuff, or newwaychurchfl.com. But once again, I love you. Until next time, hey, come to one of our services. Uh, we have a 645 midweek service, Wednesday 645, and a 10 o'clock Sunday morning service here in Palm Coast, Florida. Until next time, God bless you. I love you.